Uh, I just want to open possibly with just a little word of prayer and then we'll dive right into the word of God. Lord, we do thank you for this opportunity to be together with this technology that we have now that we're able to just come from all corners of the globe and all countries we can come together in this way. And we do pray, Lord, you you will use this technology that we have and that's been provided for us to uh, just, the, the good will come out of it and the Lord will indeed revive his church as we often pray. Praying, Lord, that you'll just help us in the word of God, that you'll speak to our hearts and help us to pray for your namesake. Thank you, Lord. Just want to look for a few minutes at uh, a portion in Joshua chapter 15. And it's really about Aksa, Aksa, the daughter of Caleb. But uh, <clears throat> it's uh, Joshua 15, verse 13 to 19. And uh, if I could just read the few verses to start us off. Uh, Unto Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, he gave a part among the children of Judah, according to the commandment of the Lord to Joshua, even the city of Arba, the father of Anak, which city is Hebron. And Caleb drove thence the three sons of Anak, they were the, the giants, the, the tall giants that were in the land, even the uh, Caleb was 85 years of old, 85 years of age at this time. And he, uh, remember when he was a spy in the land, uh, 40 odd years earlier, that he uh, had spied out the land and uh, come back with the report. And the people were afraid of these giants, these tall people, the sons of Anak. Um, <clears throat> anyway, Caleb drove thence. The three sons of Anak, Sheshai and Ahiman and Talmai, the children of Anak. And he went up thence to the inhabitants of Debir. And the name of Debir before was, was uh, Kirjath Zephyr. And Caleb said, He that smiteth Kirjath Zephyr and taketh it, to him will I give Aksa, my daughter, to wife. And Othniel, the son of Kenaz, the brother of Caleb, I think most people uh, reckon that Othniel then was Caleb's nephew, took it and he gave him Aksa, his daughter, to wife. Obviously, the spirit of that was in Caleb was also in Othniel. He was able to take that from the enemy, that, uh, that city of uh, Kirjath, Zephyr, or Debir. And it came to pass, this is verse 18, came to pass um, as she came unto him, this is uh, Caleb's daughter, Aksa, that she moved him to ask of her father a field. And she lighted off her ass, and Caleb said unto her, What wouldst thou? Who answered, Give me a blessing, for thou hast given me a south land. Give me also springs of water. And he gave, 
give her the upper and the lower or the nether springs. And uh, <clears throat> that little account um, is very interesting because it tells us a lot about um, coming before the Lord. Remember last week, uh, I think it was last Thursday, Chris Charles was saying, coming before the throne of God, our attitude, what should our attitude be in prayer as we approach the throne of God? Well, here is a, a girl who was the daughter of Caleb. Axa was her name. She had just been given to Othniel, who had just conquered this uh, place called Kerjath Zephyr from the enemy. And this was all part of, you know, in Joshua, this is all part of coming into the land and taking possession of the land from the enemy. And uh, these people were from the tribe of Judah. And this was their portion that they had to uh, overcome the enemy and take possession of that land. And uh, Othniel then is given Aksa as his wife. And in verse 18 uh, and 19 is just what, where I want to concentrate. Um, this girl who was recently given to, to Caleb, she came to her father and she moved him to ask of her father a field. Now, that there's no record of uh, what Caleb did or said or didn't do or didn't say about this field. There, there's a record of what Aksa said. She lighted off her ass and Caleb said unto her, what wouldst thou? Now, when this girl got off her means of transport, her donkey, and came to her father, she was, in a certain way, she was um, doing the right thing. She was coming as a daughter should come to a father, supplicating with a question, with asking her father something in the right way. She wasn't sitting high up on her donkey and looking down on her father. She got off her means of transport, went to Caleb. And even before the words, before she was able to speak, before her father, even before that, her father knew that she wanted something. And her father asked her, what wouldst thou? What do you want? Even before the, she got the words out of her mouth. So our Heavenly Father knows what we want even before we're going to come to him today and ask him he knows he knows our hearts and this uh, girl Aksa said to her father give me a blessing she wanted a blessing and she was not a bit afraid to ask for that blessing she was not a bit afraid to make her request known before her father and she obviously knew her father. She knew that her fa father would be willing to accept her request. She knew her father would be willing to answer her because of that relationship she had with the father. And we have a relationship with the father through the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's lovely that we're able to come even today and to ask the father, father, Will you, in the name of Jesus, will you come? Will you come and revive us? Will you come and give us life? Will you come 
and change our situation from the situation we're in, which is one of dryness and lifelessness, into one of abundant life. And it's lovely that we're able to come with this knowledge that God hears, God answers. The Father hears, the Father answers, and the Father gives. And no surprise then that when Aksa asked, the Father gave. And the Father gave in abundance more than what was required. Says in verse 19, um, give me also springs of water, was the daughter's request. And he gave her both the upper springs and the lower springs. Now we know that in this wilderness, this desert region, water equals life. Without water, there is no life. Without those springs of to water the land, there was going to be no produce, no springing up of food. And obviously a very important aspect in, the, in life at that time was the fact that if water could be, or if land could be irrigated. And the thing about springs is the springs come from down below. They come from, well, in, in the case of Israel, there's apparently there's loads of water underground. It's just there for the taking. It's there for the pumping up. And those springs of water were given by her father. And it's lovely that uh, we can read in Ephesians where it says, Paul writes, to him who exceedingly abundantly, this is the Lord our Father, who exceedingly and abundantly, above all that we ask or think, can give us. This is the Lord's attitude. This is God's attitude to his own people. He will give us more than we can ask or even more than we can even think about. So just as an encouragement I found in my own life, that to ask the Lord, to ask the Lord for those springs, the upper springs that give joy and praise and just that overflowing grace in a life. And the lower springs that maybe aren't just so obvious, maybe the lower springs maybe to do with things that we like to keep private in our lives, our personal issues where the Lord has helped in such a lovely way. The hidden springs maybe where other people don't see, but yet springs with all, giving life, giving life in situations that are very difficult, giving life in a wilderness situation, the upper and the lower springs. Well, it's just wonderful that if we could come to the Father and just know that immediate response in our lives, in our churches, in our families, the response of the Lord. Yes, here you are, the upper and the lower springs. What a difference that makes. Life, life, eternal life. Jesus alone is the giver.